Welcome back to another Quick Hits Conversation. Thank you for joining me again today. I would like to talk about how do you know when you're being a micromanager? Karina, do you want to start us off? Okay, so I think if, if you were to... If you were to say it with as much sincerity as you can, the statement, you know, here's the outcome I want, how you get there is none of my business and just see how that sits with oh. you, you know, how, how you feel about that. If you kind of, if it sticks in your throat and you kind of go, I can't, I can't, I can't even get myself to say it. You're probably leaning towards micromanagement. Um, obviously that's quite a, you know, it is the other end of the, the spectrum, but how far backwards from that statement do you have to go before you're comfortable um, you know, and I think just just play with that and see how comfortable you are just letting other people figure out how they do it. Obviously, within the parameters of not breaking the law and stuff like that. But, you know, if you assume that that's a given, yeah. are you able to just comfortably say, I want this outcome, throw it to somebody and go, I don't I don't, I don't need to know any more than that. And if not, then where where do you sit comfortably? Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'd just like to say hello, potential micromanager. Um, it's a very courageous move to be watching this. And it's quite likely that you could be. So, um, you know, the first step is to say, I might be. And, mm -hmm. and if you achieve that at the end of this call, then fantastic. Because, you know, when we start to accept something, that's the time when we can start to change it and be a better leader, ultimately, for our people and for ourselves. So I think you know, the first step is to just sort of maybe just uh, move very gently into the space of maybe I am. Maybe I'm a micromanager and then start looking at my behaviors. You know, do I hold my staff here and me here? You know, am I very expect? Do I have a lot of expectation in my management? Do I, you know, do I hold a lot of expectation as part of my Well, these are signs that maybe you are. And, and knowing is the first step solving the solution. Mm, I think it's a really important point about getting curious about that stuff. So like to, to your point, Karina, as well, kind of asking yourself the question, like when, when was the last time that I actually had like a one-to-one -one conversation with a team member where we talked about like ways of working and how I'm tasking them? And when, when have I last invited feedback from my team? one-to-one um, -one and as a team and if they go everything's fine and kind of give you the brush off have you actually done some digging because it might not be these sorts of questions start to, I think to build a picture for a manager about how tuned into uh, the rest of my team am I and um, do I need to do a bit more digging and get curious about some of those things do you think that if someone feels micromanaged, like they're being held accountable for absolutely everything that comes out of their team, that that might be a sign that you're also micromanaging? Is that possible? Yeah, I think this stuff comes from the top down, like any kind of organizational culture. If you look above you and you see these things happening or that's the standard that you're being held to it, even if that's not your preferred style over time, you will revert to that kind of style. You'll pick it up because that's what's required of you to feed upwards and give people what they need at that level. And so the tendency then is to start transmitting that downward as well. So if you're starting to notice that above you or you're seeing it, think, oh, okay, I don't like to work in this way, but it's just what's needed to get by around here. Mm. Then be very wary about reflecting that downwards on your team as well. I, I'm totally with that, Gareth. I think there's a hierarchical narrative that goes on. You know, it's sort of the storyline tells itself down. It gets filtered and changed in it. But, you know, if you find yourself sitting there and you're a bit, I don't know, annoyed with your team behavior or annoyed with the people, your direct reports, for whatever reason, there's a good chance they're just reflecting your own behavior. And you could be, and you'll have to forgive me, 
a listener, you could be annoyed at yourself here. And actually, you know, step one might be to ask yourself the question, is this my behavior? And, and I think Gareth again nailed it with the word curiosity. You know, open your heart and say, with, with great curiosity, could it be me? And if you're feeling really bold, make the statement, it is me. Now, how do I change to make improvement? You know, and, and as an individual making that move, particularly if you spent your whole life doing it or being in that space, holding that storyline, it's immensely difficult. So seek some help if necessary. So let's talk about that. If I, as a manager, determine that maybe I am micromanaging, what might I be able to do about that? Mm, so I think uh, the advice I've given to many managers delivering training over the last three years from a bunch of different organizations is look for the stuff that you can delegate where you don't have to care or prescribe how it's done. Like you can give them, Karina's your point, that, like that space to just do it in their own way. And if necessary, find a task that you can chunk down so that you find the least risky, least consequential bits of that. So you can give those and it's almost like gradual desensitization. You're giving away these things. You're not prescribing how any of these things are done. And then again, being curious, what comes back? Is it the horror show that you predicted mentally, at least? You know, is it all been done wrong? Is it not to your standard? Uh, have you been proved right in delegating this stuff? Or conversely, as has been my experience over the years, sometimes team members came back with something I was quite apprehensive about giving them the thing in the first place, but they came back with something that was brilliant and something that I would never have thought of myself. Mm -hmm. And they've sort of very meekly presented it to me and gone, oh, is this okay? And I thought, this is fantastic. Like, what do you need to make it happen? Well, this and okay, great. Like, you've got it, go and do it. And that was a, like a huge lesson for me a few years ago as a manager that actually people, if you give them the space and the trust, can do brilliant things if only you let them so look for the stuff that you don't have to lose sleep over and give that to people as the kind of test to work out what happens i think gareth you yeah. just hit on a really good way that a, uh, someone might know if they're a micromanager if the idea of delegation scares the bejeebers out of you you are likely a micromanager because yeah. that's something we talk a lot with leaders right is how do you delegate because people are afraid yeah I think that's the key thing. I think ultimately, if you're if you're micromanaging, it is it is because you're afraid things are going to go wrong, or it could be that you're afraid that someone's going to outshine you. There are lots of different layers to this, but I think you know that the triggers are going to be one of two things or both. It's either going to be an external thing, like we mentioned before about the environment, that if somebody above you is micromanaging you, you know that in order to cover your own back, you're going to need to answer all of the micromanaging type questions that they are going to ask. So you're going to start asking that of the people beneath you so that you have the evidence to feed back to them when it comes to it. Um, so it could be an external thing or it could be an internal thing where it's your own fears, your own concerns that are actually driving your behavior at the time. Um, I think if you haven't yet looked into fixed mindset versus growth mindset, that would definitely be something to look at. Um, the lady called Dr. Carol Karina. Huh? Plug for Karina on growth mindset. You're really good at that thing. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it's something I advocate, but it was actually the, the Dr. Carol Dweck came up with it. She's um, 
uh, sort of Stanford University lady. Uh, but there's been a lot of research that proves it. Anyway, if you fix mindset, you're afraid of failure. You're afraid you know, failure means something to you that it probably doesn't in real terms, but you fear it. Therefore, you'll do anything you can to try and avoid it. If people do try new things, like you said, Gareth, they are likely eventually to make a mistake. Someone's going to drop the ball and it's not going to go well. It may even happen on that first time that you try it, which would just reinforce your idea that I should try and keep tabs on everything then. Um, yeah, but you've got to be comfortable with people trying it, it not working, and then you knowing where to go from there. Yeah. I think I'd also like to add, Gareth talked about a gradual coming out of it, if you like, if you make this realisation, you know, give away gradual things, things like that. And I suddenly thought that, you know, there is a sort of type of micromanager that might sort of have gone on Gareth's training or, you know, perhaps had the, uh, suddenly gone through a growth mindset moment and gone, right, I micromanage. And so therefore I shall now overcompensate with an awful lot of non-micromanagement activity and then move into another poor leadership style of sort of anti-micromanagement that's micromanagement not looking like it, if you know what I mean. And that, that's as bad as micromanagement. So I think if you're recognizing it's you, then the gradual, we've all talked about it in elements, gradual piecing of it, unpiecing of it for you needs to be the best approach, not the sort of gung-ho, because you know there is, there is a link, I think, between the micromanagement and rushing in and doing stuff, mm. you know? And I think if you suddenly discover you're a micromanager, don't suddenly, go right I've got this I'm okay with it boom bang crash uh take it slow you work with your people you know and, and unpick because it'll be a long journey for everybody who's been with you and you need to unpick that long journey as you go so I think just a little hint there that if you do get it and you are mindful enough to see it take it slow yeah, and that's right at our 10 minutes, so I'm going to have to cut us off there. But wow. I really appreciate you guys being here to have this conversation about how to know if you're a micromanager. I think we could have this conversation easily for another 30 minutes because there's so much. I would encourage people to consider getting an executive coach. We all could help you, uh, you know, solve this problem and address it, especially if your organization is full of micromanagers. So thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. We'll do it again really soon. Thank you, Robin. Thanks, Robin. Thanks. Bye-bye.